I felt and saw this presence of something like a ghost. As I was reaching for my keys, something growled at me coming out of the basement. It was bad energy. I was sort of feeling like I was letting Satan out of hell. I saw out of the corner of my eye what I thought was the girl falling off the roof. I, I couldn't think. It was so loud and I was so terrified that I just froze. I'm not calling for that. I'm calling because I'm freaking out here. I felt this presence try to push itself down on top of me very violently. It would not go away. It was freaking me out. And I look at my arm and it's got a scratch on it. Welcome, everybody, to Ghosts of Greystone, Beverly Hills. My name is Cleet. And I'm Chris. And we are those Keith brothers. And tonight, another great show for you. We have we have a voice, voice, was it? Uh, voices and shadows, mm-hmm. uh, temperature changes and trap spirits. Oh. That's that's some of the Sounds stuff. Sounds like a good one. Oh, it's a really good one. This is going to be great. And, and by the way, I'm very excited. Mm-hmm. Because now, the last show, we were down, we did the, the spiral staircase, we did uh, the new kitchen, right? and we did uh, something else down there. But now, <laughs> how, how's that, was that good? Yeah, that was great. <laughs> good promo for that. Yeah, good but promo. But now, we're going upstairs, mm-hmm. where the meat and potatoes are. Servant's Wing, second floor. Servant's Wing, second floor. And this one, now we're getting into it. And then we're going to go around that Servant's Wing, down the hallway, and out into the second floor landing, which forget about it. Okay. But this show um, has so many amazing, bizarre uh, segments in it that I'm, I'm really excited about doing this. Good. Good. Who do we have up Who's up Well, first? the first thing I want to ask you is what, what specifically is up there? On the second floor. Oh, oh, I mean, what? Yeah. So if you go up the spiral staircase, which we talked about yesterday, uh, remember the little boy uh, ran and uh, Ranger Mike went after him? That staircase leads up to the second floor servant's wing hallway. So if you look at the mansion, let's say from the top, uh, a th- like almost a third of the mansion to the east is all servant swing upstairs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, and again, remember they had they had more than w- what we're talking about as far as the rooms up there because they demolished them for the new kitchen. Right. So, but uh, there are rooms up there like a butler's room. They th- they said it was the butler's uh, bedroom, and other rooms up there. Remember we had the, we talked about the break room. That was the mm-hmm. other one we talked about mm-hmm. the break room. That right. was a room for someone else. There's also a linen room where they had all the linens in... in Sewing uh, and ironing. Yeah, so same thing. Yeah, so that's all on this one hallway. And let me tell you, the creep factor is way up in this one. And a lot of the, the people you're going to hear about talk about that too, about especially Juan talks about because he doesn't like going up to that because you don't you have to go up there to go to the break room is to the left. But you're, I, I did it forever. I go up there and go... And, and look to the right because they're going. Oh, there's nothing on that side. I could just go to the left and get in the break room quickly. So, a lot of activity. But you never encountered anything. I never did. Right, no, but right. a lot of people have, and yeah. we're going to talk about it. All right. Who's up first? First one's up is uh, first one up is Ranger Juan Juanito uh, about his sighting. He had a sighting. Okay, and and I think I do this interview 
right outside the uh, the new kitchen because I think he was in the new kitchen when the sighting happened when he stepped out. So I think I think I'm correct in that. Okay. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, no, it just says uh, this wasn't the first time. For, no, re- remember for him to see an apparition. Yeah, well, think about it. So he was in the murder room. He saw a kid jumping up in the right, air right. Out, at the window, right? So yeah. this is this happens to want, and he has the gift. We've talked about that. Okay. Let's go into this because I'm excited to hear what he has to say. Okay. It's been a long time. Let's check it out. Yep. I'm on it. This is with Juan again. We're talking about the boy outside the kitchen. Um, I don't know if it was a boy. I couldn't tell the sex. It was just, it was white. So it, it, it's, a, it's a white... Um, like almost like a, a mist or something or a, a cloud or no, it was clearly it had form. Mm-hmm. It had form. It was almost translucent. Okay. But it was white. It was white. And when I was coming out of the kitchen, I looked to my left, past the sliding gate. Um, something was standing. It was about maybe. Four feet. Okay. And as soon as I saw it, it turned around and it took off and disappeared. So when you're seeing it run, though, you're not seeing, you're seeing it's a human shape, but you can't tell if it's a boy or a girl. Just like the one on the second floor by the meat locker that was like barely peeking, also white. Well, barely peeking, explain that. What does that mean? So I'm walking up the stairs to the second floor to make a left to go into our ranger office. And I make it a habit of always looking left or right. Mm-hmm. So that day, I looked to the right, and at the far end of the servants' quarters where the meat locker is at. Which is right around the corner. The meat locker is right, you can't see the meat locker, it's around the corner of the, uh, of the hallway. Yes. Um, there was something standing there about the same height, white. Couldn't tell if it was a boy or a girl, but I want to say it was a girl. Oh. It, it kind of like, as soon as it saw me, it took off. And I could see it's like shape going like, like it was at the end. Like here's a corner, mm-hmm. right? And it was like this. And as soon as I came up, I could see it going like that. Bend over and kind of start to, in a running position. Yes. And so you're actually seeing it. In that hallway, not not peeking around the corner. You're it's standing in that hallway. Yeah. And why do you think it might have that one might have been a girl compared to the others, the other one? Um, I'm not sure. I just was it a feeling or something that you saw? It was just a feeling. That okay. It was a girl. Okay. Huh. And did it scare you, or I mean, was it something that do you think she's playing, or he is playing with you, or? I didn't, it was white. I didn't feel like it was trying to scare me. It was just maybe looking at me, Mm. observing me, Mm -hmm. or waiting for me. Uh, I I didn't feel scared. I didn't feel any emotions. I was just surprised that it let me see it. Mm. Is that just the greatest thing? Yeah. I just love these because it's... You know, Juan is, is he's just being kind of just blasé about it because it's happened to him before. But the fact that you're, you're coming out of the kitchen and you're seeing something. And I remember him telling me that when it turned, 
what he said to me was when it turned and it started to run, you could see the elbow go back to, to run. And if it's a if it's a spirit, why does it need to do that? I have no <laughs> if, idea. If you think about it, well, I don't know. I don't understand that. But and it, and it runs because maybe it's still kind of earthbound, and that's what right. you did on Earth. So when you run, you have to do this. But they don't realize. I'm guessing that you know you could probably just think to be somewhere else, and you're there. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how they envision or how they see that. You know, that they pro- it's like they see what they want to see or perceive. I, I I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, Is that wild, though? Yeah. Didn't Juan was, uh, he had a lot of uh, work in the Beverly Hills Library as well. He saw a lot of stuff going on in the Beverly Hills Library. He really did. And and, and that place, you know, we're not going to do anything about that. It's not up at Greystone. But let me tell you, I did an investigation one night because they called me in and said, we're, this is out of control here. Would you come in? I said, okay. And I came in with my meters and all my devices and stuff like that. And... There were noises happening, which mm-hmm. is pretty trippy. Well, Juan, yeah, yeah, Juan saw shadow people right. all the time. Right, he would be. It's a two story, and he was at the bottom level, and he would look up out of the corner of his eye. He would see them go from post to post. Yeah, yeah, very bizarre. And that's why they called me in. Also, they were seeing oh, whatever. There's no. a spirit or two at at the Beverly Hills Library. At Maybe night. they're studying. Maybe they're they're getting up on their spirituality. A little smart mouth tonight, aren't you? I guess. Dare you. The next one. Serious show. This is very bizarre. This is Carl. Yeah. And and just before we start, he is huge, massive. He's a big fella. He's a big fella. And yet he speaks probably the most quiet. Yeah, he's really of any people of any person we've interviewed at all. I mean, I have to push it all the way to just to get him. Yeah, I, I, Carl. I hope you're out there. I hope you're you're listening to this at some point. Um, and he's uh, every time I think of you, I think of the FedEx guy. We won't go into that, but whatever that means. Yeah. Okay. But but um, yeah. Uh, this is the same kind of thing. What happened to Carl? Mm-hmm. And I'll let him tell you. Mm-hmm. Yes, you will. Like Frank. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Frank right. And, and Lisa Turner. Frank in, in right. the in the card room. Yep. Don't this tip is, it. I'm not. I'm all not. Right. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. This is a good one. Ready? Yes. All right. Number two. Okay. Yeah, you did tell us a little bit about the, the you know ghosts and stuff in there. So you know, I don't know if that was a subliminal thing. I, I don't think so because they're so powerful and and uh, so real. But anyways, he was t- talking about the servants, uh, what I remembered, and, you know, like, I guess some of them had died up there, and, uh, and we were in that area. And anyways, I felt like this, this uh, we are kind of by that meat locker, you know, and towards the entry, the hallway thing or whatever it is, mm-hmm. and, um, and I got this, like, this cold chill that hit me here, and then it, it went through me and out, out the back. That was it. I mean, it was, wasn't so, like so, it hung out inside me or anything. It just kind of... You know. Now, why was that different than, let's say, uh, just a little gust of wind that was from a window or something? What's the difference feeling than what you felt? Because when you get a gust of wind, you feel it on your sides. And this was like like right in here. Right in the front of your and, chest. And not on the sides at all. And, uh, you know, I'm a big guy, so you know, my ghost can shoot through me pretty, you know. Easily without hitting the whole body. 
<clears throat> but anyways, yeah, it was just like that's, uh, and that really freaked me out in in a way. You know, I wasn't like super scared, but it, you know, it was a daytime, so you know, I don't know that nighttime has any uh, bearing on anything with ghosts. But uh, you know, they're more powerful at night. They could really do something. I, I you know, I didn't get that at all, but I definitely just felt it heavily, and it was you know. It was pertinent because we were talking about the ghosts and about you know some of the maids passing away and, and whatever other people. So when it went through you, it felt like it just like a really cold, like a, like a refrigerator cold. Was it that cold like that? Well, it was cold, but I yeah yeah it's, it's like probably even colder than a refrigerator. Maybe the the freezer door opening that it was probably somewhere in between those two. But it was definitely a, a cold that I couldn't manifest on my own, you know, mm -hmm. even with uh, subliminal thoughts or whatever. So it just it just seemed like and I wasn't really even thinking like, oh, I'm going to feel a ghost or I wasn't really like scared of ghosts or uh, at the time when I was walking through there. But definitely um, it just it, it coincided with this, everything I'd heard at the on the tour and, and just it just felt so real it was real I mean it was it was definitely uh, an interesting experience did you relay that to Steve when it happened I don't know I don't think I did <laughs> I didn't yeah I didn't want to like freak everybody out because I was with a girl an old friend of mine and she, you know she's she was already freaked out about the whole ghost thing in the place mm -hmm. and kind of want to hear about it so I, I didn't think it was a good time to bring it up but <laughs> yeah I just felt a ghost ah! yeah. <laughs> uh, did you did you was, did it feel like energy at all or was it just a what did it feel like it it, it yeah it had it definitely had an energy and a, a presence to it like it wasn't super negative, but it felt like, you know, it felt kind of like a get out of here or something, but I didn't hear anything, and I didn't, you know, didn't hurt me or anything, but just like, it was weird. It was, you know, how do you explain something like that that doesn't ever happen? You know, that's the first and only time it's, I've had other kind of spiritual type experiences. I think I'm very in tune with the other side, but, uh. But anyways, this was different than that. Those other ones that I've had. Did Did Steve ever find out? Did you ever I tell think him? I think I don't know. I told him. I, I I can't remember when. I may have even told him then, like you know, briefly or something. But mm -hmm. I, you know, I really can't remember. You know, like hey, Steve, uh, a ghost just shot through me. I just kind of was like, I was so, you know, like whoa, that I I didn't you know. I was in shock. I just kind of didn't know what to say. Did you believe in ghosts prior to that? Uh, I, I wouldn't say that I uh, was a real ghost believer. I mean, I, I, I believed him when he told us, yeah, there's ghosts in here. I mean, I did believe it, but, you know, I got to admit, I... I never really like, oh yeah, there's ghosts, you know, and, and, and so I hear people's ghost stories, and I go, that's BS, you know. But, uh, you know, after that, I definitely, I do believe in ghosts now, I mean, 
I don't know if that has any bearing on anything, but definitely I do now. I mean, it was that imp impactful and, and, and just like real. I'm just, wow. I interviewed him over at the print shop. That's why oh, so much I was curious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, it was the print that. shop in, in Beverly Hills and on my lunch. So I went over to see him and say, hey, I gotta, okay. can I talk to you just for a minute? But is that wild? It, he's, he, he's a big fella. And um, for that spirit to go through him like that, it, it is odd because it's almost like, is that an angry spirit that's doing that? And if so, why? Why Carl? Why Frank? Yeah. Why go through them? Well, he said he didn't feel anything, but he felt it was like, get out of here, but he yeah. wasn't sure. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's, um, and Ranger Steve, mm -hmm. he was giving the, that tour. Yeah. Was it a ghost tour? No. No, it was just no. a tour. He said, hey, Carl said to me that he, this girl was coming to town, I think, and he had said, hey, how about we take a tour of the mansion? Oh, I see. And she's like, oh, is what? Well, it's, you know, there's ghosts or whatever, but it's not. So she was kind of on edge, and he's the one who ends up getting the. Yeah, that's funny. Was yeah. was uh, the tour that he was giving for a group or just them? Just them. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And and, and what, what a great, great person Carl is. Uh, we were really good friends. And, yeah. And, uh, nice guy. Yeah, really good guy. And, and um, that meat locker is something else, I'll tell you. That's a, that's like uh, what a wild. Are we discussing that one? What's that? Meat locker. Yeah. Oh, great. Um, the next story is with Luz. Um, oh, well, there it is. Oh, is that the one? Yes. Oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. I I didn't know that at all. Yeah. Um, uh, was she a ranger at that time? At this uh, time of the story? You mean when it happened to her, or my asking her? Are you uh, talking oh, about? Oh no, she she was a ranger at the time. Yeah, correct? yeah, yeah. Okay, she was a ranger back in the day. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like probably no, not when, not when you were discussing it with her, but when this happened, she was a ranger. Yes, okay. yes. Okay. This happened back in I think in the nineties, uh, probably late nineties. Yeah, it doesn't say. Like that. Yeah, mm -hmm. it was late nineties, and um, this this really kind of corroborates kind of corroborates Carl's story, but this took me by surprise. What I did was I took Luz, and. Got her to come to the mansion. She mm -hmm. came with her daughter, by the way. No tipping. No, no. Her okay. daughter was there. And I just said, "Did you, you had some stories in. She goes, oh, yeah. And I said, I tell you what, let's do this, which is the only, one, the only person I did this with. I said, let's go inside, and you lead me. Mm. You start in. I'll take you through the areas, and then you just see if that... that oh, wow. And she had like 24 stories. Yeah. That's... That, yeah. How long were you in there? couple hours. Oh, nice. And, and and again, she had another story I'm not going to get into at the grand entry that was wild. Uh, we just can't do them all. We can't right. do all these stories. They're in the book, if you care to look at the book. But That's why we have a book. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Let, let's, let's hear, I, I want to talk about this after when she's done, because this is wild. Okay. This is great. You got it. This thing. Mm -hmm. Which is the, uh, the safe. safe. Yeah. No, it's the, it's the one upstairs. Upstairs, that's the... You could hear the the knob, the, the latch. Really? Yeah. Now that's upstairs that's where they upstairs. do the, they have, it looks like a, almost like a shower in there, but it's really for hanging of the, the, meat. the meat. Yeah. Yeah. So it has that handle mm -hmm. and it would shake sometimes. You could hear it. So if, if I was down here, the very first time I heard it, I, I couldn't place that sound. Mm -hmm. and, and I was like, where is that coming from? And I went all through the house, 
couldn't, couldn't figure out where that sound was coming from. And then I heard it again, went all through the house, couldn't figure out where it was coming from. Until one day, I was in that kitchen up there, and I heard it again. And, and it was really close. So I just kind of stepped out of the kitchen, and it was coming straight from that freezer. Almost like someone was inside or someone was trying to open it. Something was going on. But you could hear it rattling. And I was just like, okay, you guys, stop. Well, you know what the story is for that, don't you? No, I don't know anything about Other than it being the meat locker, I don't know yeah. what else. A servant killed herself inside there, slit her wrists. In the... Inside that so her friends wouldn't have to clean up after her. So the, dra the drain was there, so all the blood would go down the drain, so her friends would have to clean up after her. But for you to say that, that you said it almost sounds like there was someone inside there. Yeah. Man. Wow. Yeah, I didn't know that story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's a true story. Mm -hmm. That would explain why there's so much up there. Yes. Like, I couldn't hold it in. It, I mean, it was like... Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, emotional. Yeah. Wow. It's a crazy man. Uh, she called it a freezer, but it was really a meat locker, very low temperatures to, to hang meat. It wasn't a freezer. Yeah, so, so that locker is on, on the south side of that locker. There's, there's a, a, a hallway, lockers in the hallway. You step out into the second floor landing, but right to the left is a small little kitchen. And that was the kitchen where they... <laughs> The, uh, the brazen men of the house mm. would stand out in the balcony. Right. And the, the butlers and the keepers, the, the, the uh, I guess, animal keepers would let the... The help. The, the help would let the animals go out of a gate or whatever and run, and the guys would shoot them. This is back in the day. And so they would kill oh, yeah. the deer, what have you, they would grab the, the deer, bring it underneath, send it up the 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 boy, what is it? The dumbwaiter? Dumb dumbwaiter up to the kitchen, which is right there. And then that kitchen has all these grooves that go into the uh, sink. In the wood counter, so the blood. Yeah, yeah. So the blood would go into the sink. And they would they would dress the, the deer right there and then put it in the meat locker right outside, mm -hmm. hang it in the meat locker right there. So... Um, I don't think I tell this to her. Well, we continue on with it, with that uh, her interview. Okay, let, let's do that. But you I got to I got to remember about this this woman that talked to Steve about all this. this okay, is really important. So let's listen to the rest of okay. it. Okay. So you had the woman who hung herself, who hung herself in our break room, and then the and woman then that up there. Yeah. Yeah. And and the reason they say that happened was because. Uh, who was the financial advisor who right. married Mrs. Doheny out of convenience after right. Ned died, was having a relationship with these girls, and they got pregnant, and it was a Catholic house in the 30s. Right. And they were so ashamed and guilt, guilty and everything that they killed themselves. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's the real deal, yeah. Seth touched. Really? I just felt it. <laughs> well, I, I've, I've done this before. We've had people touch, get touched here. Yeah. And, um, and I know there's a, yeah. But it's like a, that's what I was trying to tell you. Mm. Because I would always hear, 
you know, and it's like a rush. It's, it's like a rush, like, like, like they're like, let me tell you my story, and then, and it's all at once, and it just sounds like, it sounds like you're in a room filled with people, and you don't, there's conversations going, but you can't make out what anybody's saying, mm -hmm. that's what it sounds like. Wow. Yeah. So it all makes sense. Right. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. So now I understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it always sounded like someone was in there trying to get out. Ugh, is that crazy? Yeah. So she's, she, I'll let you, she's mm -hmm. talking about what she hears all the time. Yes. Is hearing these yeah. conversations yeah. all the time. Right. Yeah. Whoa. When she's in that, when she's in that realm, like she's in an area in which there are ghosts, that's what she'll hear. But what she was saying wow. was... On this interview with her, and we went up to the kitchen, and she was talking about, yeah, I was hearing the sound and this and that, you know, the rattling and all that stuff. And as we're talking, she got touched. That's what she was just saying. Right. She got touched, and she goes, I just got touched. I said, okay. And she says, that was her saying to me, that's what I was trying to tell you all those times. That's what she just said. With the, with the rattling... Yeah, so that woman was rattling to say, hey, I died in here, and trying to tell her that, and knowing that she has the gift. Mm -hmm. So that, like... That's what Lou's told you. Yeah. I mean, that's what you're... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, to me... Well, it's plausible in that respect. Yeah. It, it's logical, but uh, it's just hard for me to... I mean, that is just incredible to I know. hear that. And she, she is super gifted. And, wow. and, and, and that's why she was touched and other things happened to her on the tour. But one of the things I wanted to say was we thought, again, just, just like the woman ranger who was pushed down the stairs, mm -hmm. we thought that was ranger folklore. That, right. that oh, right. When we first started, they're going, hey, let me tell you what happened in here just so you know. And we're going, okay, whatever. <laughs> um, we had heard that uh, a servant woman hung herself, in our, which is now the break room, and this other woman slit her wrist in the meat locker. And we're going, okay, that's what we've heard. You, you either believe it or you don't. And, and it's hard to say, right? Mm -hmm. Well, one day a woman shows up and sees Steve Clark and says, is there any way I can get inside the house? This isn't one of ours, is it? One of the ones we're going to do? I don't think so. I don't think so. I hope not. I hope not. Too. You're gonna tip it no, again. No, no, but, but I, 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 no, because Steve, it was, it's either Lou's story or Steve's story. Do we, do we have Lou's again uh, coming up? No. Okay. Uh, second floor landing. No. Okay. No, they're not going to talk about it. All right. So um, this woman came up to Steve, and she was an older woman, and said, can I get in the house? Is there any way I get in the house? And Steve said, we don't, we don't you know, do tours really, like letting people in house and uh, events and stuff like that, but no. She goes, oh, okay, because I, uh, her, I think it was her mother's, she said her mother's friend slit her wrist in the meat locker. Oh, really? Yes. And then Steve went, oh, my, we thought that was folklore. She, oh, oh, honey, no, it happened. Whoa. So then we went, wow. So, well, so it, that validated it validated for sure. It. Yeah. And then Luz has this experience, yeah. Yeah. poor thing. Yeah, well, Luz really feels it, and we'll mm -hmm. get into that later uh, uh, even more. We'll talk about that again. Okay. okay. Wow. Wow. Is that? That's a great. And story. let me tell you something. That door, uh, on it's like, 
you know, the old, remember, this is 1927. It was when they started building it, 27, mm-hmm. 28. Mm-hmm. It's one of those, like, that you you crank open like, like, like a freezer. It's like one of those old freezers at, at you know, where you go into... Ralph's or something right, in the right. back where they right, store. Right, right, right. It's a can, can, big handle. Yeah, big handle. So this one is the same thing. It's not as big as the huge ones, but it's a smaller handle. Mm-hmm. But that's what it was, opens the same way. Yeah, that's what was jiggling. Right. And inside, there's a push thing. Do you remember that? Yes. There's a pole with a with a. So you can get out. Anybody in, yeah, stuck you, in there can get out. You can push that, and that will that will uh, get the the lock to open right. up, so you can get outside. Right. Um, but she she was probably hearing wow. that that handle thing in there being pushed. Well, why didn't the ghost just push it and get out? Well, I don't know. Huh. Maybe there's not enough energy, smart mouth. <laughs> okay. Golly, get ne- my break. Next one up. Yeah, that, that was a great story. It was fantastic. A great story. Thank you. I agree. Um, next one up is Che. Che had his nephew, right, and his nephew's girlfriend. <laughs> is that right? Yeah. He, his girl, his nephew, and his girlfriend was with the nephew. Yes. Yes. Okay. What happened with that one? The nephew's girlfriend. Yes. Right. Okay. Um, I'm not going to tell you what happened. Okay. But Chase going to tell you what happened. Oh. But this reminded me of Steve Clark down, directly downstairs, by the way, mm-hmm. where he was giving that psychic medium a tour. And you remember what happened to her. So let's just let Chase. Is that the hair one and well, freaking out? What are you saying it? <laughs> we'll, we'll let. Chase, say it, not Chris. Okay, let's move forward, please. All right, number Talk about f- tipping it. Number five. My nephew and his girlfriend, who was visiting me on a Saturday afternoon about 5.30, and we were inside the mansion, we were walking around, and I was pointing out different rooms inside the servants' quarter. And just Is this upstairs or up, downstairs? Upstairs. Okay. Upstairs, and then as I was pointing out the rooms to them, this, uh, each room, who it belonged to, at that point, when I turned my back towards them, I was surprised to see her hair all standing up. Now, this is when you turn back around. When I turn back around. And I said, what's wrong with your hair? She's like, what are you talking about? Your hair is all standing up, like static, standing up. And I said to her, oh, my 14 years I've been walking around here, I have never seen any incident or anything like this ever happen to anybody. And this is the first time I've ever seen this. And so she got really, Frightened and scared, and she ran out down the hall. So she, she ran out of the building. Out of the, out of the I mean, out the uh, service of, quarter. Okay. So how how far away was the hair from their head? So all the top hair was standing up, like this. Like straight up. Straight up. Did she feel any energy? Do you know? Or um, she says she she says she felt something. But she just got really frightened just when she ran out. So when she got away from the, the servants' came, room, it came down. It came back down. Yeah. It's just that point, that moment, mm-hmm. when we're walking through those servants' quarter, that's what I noticed her hair. Sting- I mean, my hair was not standing up. Just her. And does she have, she must, if she's Asian, she has straight hair. Straight there, hair. And she had her hair I think, on a ponytail. Yeah. But this section was like, you know, it was loose. And it was just yeah, straight up. That's wild. I have never and, and the seen person anything. with her, her boyfriend, yeah. Brian. Did he feel anything, or did he, he saw it? He got scared too. Both of them got scared, and they both ran out. Yeah, and I was just surprised what I saw. 
Because he's talking about the hair. Is it the hair? She had it in a ponytail, so it's the hair just sits on the sides. Yeah, but but she, he said that it was, it was some of the... In the in well, it could have been this just going... Just, yeah, wow. yeah. I would have loved to have seen that. Oh, man. I wish you would have gotten a picture. Well, you know, what are you going to do? Are you I know. Say, hey, I know you're frightened, but hang on a second. Yeah, yeah. yeah. While you're running out. Yeah, yeah. And and that's that's above the, 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 it's the level above where Steve Clark had that psychic woman who was like going, she's hitting getting me, hit. she's hitting me. And right, her, her right. hair was out all over the place. So there's something in that area that have, that has a ghost that, mm -hmm. and again, this is a, a, a woman that it went after a woman with her hair. So mm -hmm. I don't know if there's a, a spirit in there that doesn't like women or something like that, but why did it take these two women to go That's after That's kind of weird. It's very weird, man. I, I thought... And and it's it's so funny that it happens to Che because Che <laughs> Che doesn't like being in the house and going through all that stuff and you know he had his remember he was the one who was down in the basement and he talked to somebody will you come with me please comes back up and the doors close and he's like freaking out in right, there right. so he's had a couple things there's another one coming up in episode twenty I believe the last episode. That's off the charts. Awesome. All that, right. That the chair. I'm just, I'm excited. Don't about go it. there where it's a long there. ways away. Wait. Many weeks away. Good Lord help us. Uh, Literally. Next story. Yeah. Uh, this is, this is kind of a twofold story, but we'll talk about Elvis first. Oh, oh man. Yeah. 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 Okay. This story is horrifying, to be honest. Mm -hmm. When I heard this, and this was brought to my attention by Andrea and Velma, who were the two women that were helped clean the location along with a lot of locations in that area and were just wonderful people. And they knew that I was eventually writing a book and that I was really interested in uh, the paranormal at that location. So when things would happen, they would contact me. Now, uh, uh, Andrea has the gift. Velma does not. And Velma wants nothing to do. It was they were such a great pair. She wanted nothing to do with the paranormal, but she had to go in the mansion and clean. Elva, let me set you up with Elva. We may have talked to her about her before, but Elva is one that would pull up to work in the morning, mm -hmm. turn her car off in the AFI lot, which is you know the AFI lot is right outside the. Uh, the restrooms, the public. We call restrooms. that the AFI. We've talked about that, but it's yeah. the AFI lot, the American Film Institute. They yeah. rented it, the uh, um, the area for uh, their campus. Yeah, and so that little uh, parking lot was, I think, where they had the the main people of AFI would pull in and park. Mm -hmm. So they used to call it the AFI lot. Mm -hmm. But so uh, Elva pulled up in the morning because I'd show up, I'd see her. She'd pull up, she'd turn off her car and just sit there. And I, I kept going like. Why isn't she getting out of the car? And she just sit there, and I just get out of my. I, I go up to see Dan, whatever, and I look out there, and she's like, she's praying, and she's got a rosary. She's doing a whole ball Poor of wax thing. there Jeez. before she had to go into the mansion. Imagine that she had to do that five days a week. She was frightened. She had things which we we don't, we don't even have. I didn't keep it in there, but smelling smoke, hearing things. And she'd come to me and say, I have to talk to you. I said, okay, what's going on? Are you okay? Well, there's, I'm smelling uh, smoke. You're smelling smoke? Yes. Where were you smelling smoke? Inside the mansion. There's no one to be smoking in there. I, I said, well, okay, are you sure there's somebody in there smoking? It's, I smell smoke. I said, 
okay, I'll go in. I'll check it. I went in, checked out. I came. I said, honey, I don't smell anything. She goes, okay, I just pray. I just pray. That, that was her answer oh, to everything. Geez. This poor thing. It's like, you know, if she heard stuff. And we'll move on. But the last thing is when I interviewed her for another story, which we didn't do, inside the living room, mm -hmm. that's where a voice came in mm. while, as I was speaking. And you can hear it. You just don't know what it's saying. And I mean, it's a male voice. But I step on it when I'm talking to her, right? Mm -hmm. I say, so as we're talking. But she would hear this stuff and hear doors close and all this stuff. She goes, I just pray. I just pray. I said, okay, okay. All right. Let's, let's hear Let's listen to let's Elva. Let's own words, Elva. Yes. So this is what happened. We went to this, uh, we cleaned up the first floor and then we went to the second floor. You know what the Serbian's rooms is? Mm -hmm. Where the ugly picture is in? Well, what is it? It's an ugly picture in there. Inside the servants? Inside yeah. the room. That you know room. the room with I'm the talking bed? about with the bed? Yeah. Okay. So I, I'm just cleaning and I start feeling really sad out of Norway. I mean. I got you. Nowhere. Out of nowhere. Nowhere. And I go like, I told Andrea, what happened? I start feeling sad and she goes, and she starts singing like gospel music. Because she felt that there was some kind of energy in the room. I don't know. And I started praying and I started praying and praying until I left the room. So that's in the service wing, that one room that has the bed the inside. The bed inside with that picture frame mm -hmm. that is in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you just started feeling... Really sad. Hmm. Very sad. Like, I don't know. And then when she... We... We don't even have eye contact. We don't even talk each other. I just, uh, when I expressed, she starts singing and she said, I feel the same thing you did. Uh, she didn't say anything to me because she know how I am. Mm -hmm. So that's how everything happened. Wow. And you can ask Andrea if you want. I will. I will. Ask her. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. She will explain better than I do. Now. I'm, we're going to talk to, we're going to hear uh, Andrea and Velma, but I believe, I think I'm correct in this, I believe I already knew Elva's story. And I, because Velma and Andrea came to me and said, we have to tell you what happened. So they told me the story. Then I went to Elva acting like I didn't know anything about it. So did something happen to you? To let me hear See, a liar. The, this is what I'm talking about. This, this is for you. <sighs> this is not for me. This is for mm -hmm. the audience. You're so believable. That's what's frightening. Oh, wow. Well, listen. Truthful, but frightening. Thank you. Yes. I'll take that as a compliment. Mm. But uh, in talking to Elva, she came up with what you heard. And then I'd already talked to Andrea and Velma, which you'll hear now. Let's hear what they say about this story, and then we'll elaborate when we're done, because I've got to tell you, this is chilling. Okay. Go right ahead. Here we go. Number seven. So uh, about three weeks ago, she had to go clean the second, the second um, level of the mansion, and she does not like going alone, so we both went with her. Uh, we were helping her, you know, dust get rid of cobwebs, etc. And we were already uh, in the area where maybe the servants used to stay at. Mm -hmm. And I was in one room dusting, cleaning, and she went with Elva to the 
second room. So I was by myself and they were together. I was vacuuming. And she was with the vacuum and Elva was doing whatever. And I hear Elva tell her, please don't leave me in Spanish. Please don't leave me alone. Please don't leave me alone. So I just minded my business and I'm, you know, trying to finish up the, the room. And then later on, I go to where they were which was the next room over uh-huh. and they were both singing like a religious song like a harmony religious song they were both singing it and then Elva leaves to another area and then so you know we're done with the room so later on uh, after we're done I set her aside and I said hey what happened in there and she already knew why I said it because I heard her yell please don't leave me alone please don't leave me alone and she responded no I'm not going to leave you alone so then I said what happened she said Vilma when we walked when both of us walked in the room to my left I saw a black shadow looking straight at me. looking straight at Elva and Elva didn't have no idea Elva just yelled please don't leave me alone please don't leave me alone she yelled three times now did you see this I saw yeah I saw the shadow You saw it as well. She saw the shadow. I was the one who saw the the shadow. Who saw the shadow? Because she was in. I was coming into the door, and behind the door, there was in the corner this shadow, and the shadow was the attention straight on Elva. On Elva. And that's that's when Elva told told me. So she, but in her saying, "Please don't leave me alone," she didn't see the shadow. No, no. So she just felt Felt, something. Felt something. But I saw it. So, I'm not going to tell her that you no, saw. No, she no, does, no, no, She no. has no idea because no. later on I asked her, I'm like, hey, what was that all about? And she said, Vilma, when I walked in, um, there was a black shadow to my left. I saw it and it was just directly to Elva. So Elva must have felt something in order for her to say that because the vacuum is on and, you know, we're right there cleaning. And then I heard her and that's when I asked her and she said she has no idea. We're not going to tell her, but there was a black shadow and it was focusing on her. And what time, what time is this? In the day or night? This was around, I want to say maybe 11 in the morning. In the morning? Yeah. And so even though it's, it's light in there, you could, you could distinguish the, behind the door, whatever, the, the darkness yeah, really, of the shadow. Yeah, really, dark, dark shadow. Wow. And what happened after you saw it? What did it do? It was, it was there. It was there and I started vacuuming. What and, can and, I, what can I do? Should I should I tell uh, Elva get out of here? Or but I mean, so, okay, so you know that it's there. I, I knew that it was there. And you continued working. Yes, because I didn't want to get Elva. I totally understand. Upset. I wasn't. I, I didn't feel fear at that time. I, I didn't like it, but I didn't feel that much that much fear. When I started singing, I didn't know what to do, and I don't know why I started singing this religious song. I, knew, I learned it a long time ago, and I said, I know that Elva must know this song. Yes, as soon as I start singing, she starts singing with she, me. She was following along because I could hear them next door. I was, I was still cleaning the... But I don't know if you could hear that what my voice was kind of shaking, mm, no. no? I was kind of shaking, and I, it was hard for me to remember the, the words. The, the words. And I was like, please, 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 I need to remember the words. So you complete your cleaning in there. Was it still there when you left? I didn't want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> I could feel it. I could feel it. I didn't want to see I just made sure she went out, and I didn't even finish vacuuming. I just got out. 
And which which room in the servants' wing is it? Do you know what's inside the, that the room? The one that has the bed. The bed. Yeah. Okay. And then I was in the one that has all the the shelves and so I was in there cleaning, and then they were both right next door to my left in the next right. room. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Did you feel anything? No, I don't this? feel. I don't see, and I don't want to. <laughs> wow. No, but I heard that, her say in Spanish, "Please don't, no me dejes sola, no me dejes sola, no me dejes sola. Don't leave me alone." Wow. Yeah, and as soon as I got in, I saw. And then I'm like, "Uh oh, what's going on?" You know, in well, good, my mind. Yeah. Good for you for not panicking and telling Elva because she would never come back. She'd be out of the country. Yeah, that's why I did it. That's yeah. why I did it, and that's why we didn't tell her anything uh, about it. No, this. we're not going to tell her anything. No, I won't say anything either because I don't want to. The last thing I want to do is hurt her or scare her. Wow. So she has no idea and still doesn't. No. I, well, yeah, she doesn't. She, well, she, she does now if she's listening I, I to this. She, I think she does work there still. Oh. I think she does. Oh. Oh, maybe not. There's another gal. Hilda. I, I, th I don't know if El Elva's still there. I don't know. I'm not around there, so I don't know. But, uh, yeah, it was... They didn't want to let her know because they were... You know, she's such a sweet... They're, they're all, as you can tell, they're all really cool people. And, and Andrea and Velma are just wonderful, wonderful people. Um, I, I remember talking to Andrea and asking... Now, she didn't say it here, but I asked her, when, when you left... Did you have the nerve to look behind that door? And she told me, and I didn't hear it here, but she told me yes. And I said, was it there when you left? And she said, yes. Oh, my God. It was still there. So she just walked out, got Elva out first, mm -hmm. then got out second, and then they got out of the, uh, out of the building. Wow. But, but, you know, that area, and I th don't think we have anything else. No, we don't. So I can say this. I don't want to tip something else, but uh, I, uh, Ranger Ivan, when he f first started working there, they brought him through, and he has the gift. When he first started working, he has it's the gift. It's a prerequisite for all yeah, Ranger If you hiring. don't have it, you don't get hired. Yeah, right. He had the gift, and he saw Black Shadows in that, coming oh. in and out of that room, by the way. Oh. That room. So, oh, okay, yeah. so there you go. Maybe that's, maybe they use that bed. They sleep in the bed and, you know, get up and walk out in the hallway or something. That's coming from you again. I don't know. They don't sleep I'm, in I'm beds. I'm not there. Well, how do you know uh, that? If they're there, they ain't sleeping in beds. All right. You know, someone who really knows the paranormal. Okay. Yeah. All yeah. right. Wow. All right. That was wild. Is huh? that crazy? Yeah. Where are we now? We're at, we're wrapping up. This is it. This is it. We've got sounds, but we've got a fascinating. Oh. Fascinating sound. Oh, okay. The sound of the week. Oh. As we do every week, we yep. play a recording that Cleet has done mm -hmm. he's left his recorder in there hundreds of times in the mansion and we chose 20 of the top ones yeah uh for our 20 part series so this is so, so uh give me a hint on this one so i know uh this is lose oh so this is i didn't leave the recorder in the mansion on this one i'm she's oh that's with me. that's right you're you're actually talking with her i'm, I'm this is okay so now i know i know we're at yeah uh this is part of my conversation with luz i'm not going to tell you what happens this is part of my conversation we're walking through the uh the servants hallway and we're headed toward the break room and luz who has a major gift you've you've described that 
What was that? It's just it, I don't keep, need smart mouth let's, tonight. Let's keep You've rolling. You've been a smart mouth. Let's quite keep a bit rolling. Um, Lou's uh, starts to feel something, and then something happens. Okay, we're gonna play in a second. Uh, what was that? Were you interviewing her for these stories? Or? Yeah, it's oh, part. Okay. We just left the meat locker. Oh. And we're walking now. Oh, really? Yeah, we just left the meat locker. And so she remember oh. she said, I could feel it. I was, she kind of it made her emotional. We walked past the meat locker down the hallway toward the break room, and she starts to get oh, emotional. And I okay. think she says it here. Let's Interesting. see what she says. Okay. Yeah. Number eight. Yep. If I get teary eyed, mm -hmm. don't. It's just the energy. Mm -hmm. like, I, so I start having trouble breathing, mm -hmm. but it's and the house, it's just the energy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I have that broken down. Thank you. Don't break it yet. I'm not. For, and I have both. Okay. Perfect. Let's unpack what we just heard because mm. we're gonna we're gonna play that same thing again. Okay. So this is her saying, "I get teary eyed because she's starting to get teary eyed as we're." Just leaving the meat locker and we're oh, going in. Now that ex explains Makes sense? it to me, yeah. And we're going into the break room where a woman... Have some water. Am I clicking? Yeah. Like, my mouth, it's dry. Because I sound like I have fake teeth up, or up, 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 up. Mm -hmm. It's good. It's okay. good. Um, so we leave the meat locker. We're going into the break room where a woman hung herself and she's starting to feel that. That's why mm. she says, sorry if I get teary-eyed. Let's listen it again, and then we're going to do a breakdown of what we're listening. This is fascinating. If I get teary-eyed, mm -hmm. it's just the energy. Mm -hmm. like, I, so I start having trouble breathing, mm -hmm. but it's, and the house, it's just the energy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, for those of you listening, I'm sure a lot of you caught it, but there are two things that come through in my conversation with her, now I'm not saying anything. It's Lou's doing all the talking. It's just you and Lou's, yep. and it's a digital recorder. It's not right. an analog. Right, right. right. So we're, we're walking up these steps, going into the break room, mm. and I might as well just say it, then they can listen to it again, yeah. right? So uh, she says, pardon me if I get teary, I don't. That don't is not me. It's a woman's voice, and it's not Lou's. She just said, pardon me, I get teary-eyed. And, and then she goes in and continues the conversation. It's just that a woman's voice comes in. By the way, for those of you out here listening to this, out there listening to this, if you understand what this woman is saying, I think it's another language. Uh, let us know. I'd love to know. Mm. But you're going to hear at the end again, it sounds like Ennis Hasbrink. I don't know what that is. Play it one more time, yeah. the full thing, okay? Yeah. If I get teary-eyed, mm -hmm. it's just the energy. Mm -hmm. like, I, so I start having trouble breathing, mm -hmm. but it's, and the house, it's just the energy. Okay. Yeah. That is insane. Is that awesome? Now that I'm listening to, that's real. Yeah, yeah. You can't, you can't, what are you going to say? You cannot, you cannot uh, go against, that's a fact. That is Listening a fact. Listening to a don't, especially, you can't add that to right. the right. tape, no, to no, a digital no, it's, recorder. It's real. It was real. All this is real, but I know sometimes wow. it's hard to believe. But, so, I, I played that back for, for Luz, and she goes, no, that's, I don't know what that is. That's, she didn't do it. She didn't do yeah. it. And it was just myself and her and her daughter, who was like 12 or something. Wow. So... There's a woman saying, I get teary-eyed, don't. Don't get teary-eyed. 
It's just that when it's in this house, and then she says something in another language to talk to her. Now, if it's another language, we don't know what that is, oh, right? Hey, I mean, yeah, Mr. Negative. But um, <laughs> the th- you know, let me tell you something: the, the 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 people who worked in that home were mostly from Europe, mm-hmm. uh, Norwegian, Sweden, Irish, English. Yeah, that that's what it was. Yeah. A Catholic household, basically. That would be really weird if somebody went. I know what they're saying. Well, I would love to hear that. Uh, if and share this if you would to, to anybody you might know. Hey, this might yeah. somebody from from Krizza, Krizza, help me from Norway. Come on now. Okay, let's now let's let's break we'll it break down. We'll break it down. Okay, let's, we're going to break it down. Uh, we'll hear the first one. We'll hear don't first. Okay, simple. Don't. Oh. Don't. Okay. It's the best. Okay. We got it. What's the, give me the weird? next one. That one is the. Is that, that wild? That's not. That's Where's not, that coming from? The ethers. Oh. The spirit ethers. Oh. That, that's not English, obviously. It's not. I don't think it's like it's. Because it's from another realm or a, be, behind the veil that it sounds different. That's a different language. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a different language to me. I think it sounds European, to be honest. It could be the spirit language. Let me hear oh. it one more time. Mm. You never know. I just, I, I, for years I've tried to... I know, I know. Come on, man. And we've what asked everybody that? we know yeah. and played it for everybody and nobody... They, we're, we're at the OC Paracon and that one gal mm-hmm. who was a linguist said, oh, that sounds like, and she said like Northern Europe, European, mm. uh, Swedish, Norway, wow. yeah, Norwegian. It's nuts. Is that wild? That's so that was awesome, a good one. man. Yeah, wasn't it good? It was one of the better ones we've Thank had. You. Thank you. Well, you didn't do it. Oh. You just recorded it. Okay. <laughs> it was really, really good. Yeah, man. I love uh, that. Again, thank you, everybody, yeah. for watching. We yeah. really do appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're so inclined on YouTube, like subscribe, ring the bell, anything helps us. Uh, Leave comments, leave a review, whatever you want on YouTube. Um, And if you want to leave a comment that's personal and you don't want to leave it, uh, you know, on YouTube, uh, just go ahead and go to our website, ghostsofgraystone.com, and you can leave one there. Uh, And if if you've had an experience at Graystone, we would love to... He would love to hear about it. Yes, I would. I yeah, really would. for real. Yeah. Uh, just uh, go through our website, ghostofgraystone.com, and uh, and fire off a message to us. We'll get back to you right away. We, we respond to everybody that's on there. And um, the book. Yeah, you want to. Do, <laughs> did we write a book? We wrote a book. We wow. never promoted, but wow. we, we're trying to. But uh, the book is really, I think it's outstanding. It's got 237 stories from 86 different How many pages people. is this it's book? 520 pages. Wow. But it really is something. Yeah, it really it's is something. great. Yeah. yeah. And, and and by the way, the, the next show, uh, uh, Shadows, Apparitions, Voices, Direct, commun- direct Communication, we're going into... The second floor landing, man. And hallway. And hallway. And that's... It's a little bit crazy. Yeah. And that's... Uh, and In fact, there's so much that happened up there. We have it in two parts, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I haven't so, built it yet. Okay. Yeah. So it's going to be fun. And and boy, some bizarre, cool apparition. give it away. Oh, let me tell you everything about it. <laughs> no, it's really awesome. But uh, listen, just, just because you can't see it doesn't mean it isn't there. 
Thank you so much for being here. We really appreciate you being here. A hundred horses in five freight trains Couldn't drag me into that early grave I've cashed in the mistakes I've made While God rode shotgun from a million miles away I don't wake in sorrow, I don't walk in shame I don't deal in hearsay, I don't dwell in blame Sometimes it's best to forget what I know and what they say Say 